This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan. We have amazing offers available across the 211 Renault and Dacia range. Get your car delivered to you in just a couple of clicks. Call us today to find out more or visit blackstonemotors.ie. Stay safe from Blackstone Motors. Welcome to Late Lunch this Friday afternoon. Hope you're having a nice day. Friday, it's a great day, isn't it? Looking forward to the weekend. I am myself, I have to be honest with you. Thank you again for joining us on the show this afternoon. Lots of chat to come over the next couple of hours. We're looking ahead to the weekend in sport with Leon Blanche after three o'clock as usual today. I uh, round off my Petula Clark story with a lovely song of hers. And Griffin is joining us. Oh, her debut novel when all is said was just it swept the boards with awards bestseller for weeks and months on end her second a follow-up has just been released and is joining us in a wee while rubio kelly she's a lovely young singer she really is she releases a new single today and it's a cover version of a classic we want to chat to her and here it is well i have a riddle for you i hope you're ready ready to solve the riddle with me in a little while. If you want to get in touch with us on the show, 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text me to the show or you can call in now on 1850-715-958. Now, we're going to start today talking about forgetfulness, absent-mindedness. And Louise, we've just had an, had an example here a few moments ago, haven't we, in the studio? You're at your finest today, Jerry, aren't you? I was at we're my best. We're looking at each other. We're sitting here looking at each <laughs> other and we have no run in order, you know, with all the names and contact details of the guests on them. And I had to fly back up. And isn't it ironic? We were going to talk about this anyway. And it happened. Do you remember I told you a story some time ago? These are examples from my own life. And I'd love to hear yours as well about forgetfulness or being absent-minded. Remember I told this story, mm-hmm. didn't I, Louise? Some time ago, it's a few years ago, I was going for a walk with Messi, my black Labrador. It was winter time of the year. It was quite wet conditions. Put the lead in him, got ready and went across. At the time, you can't know those houses, but there were fields nearby and I used to go across the fields with him. And I was into the field a bit and I suddenly looked down <laughs> and I had one welly and one shoe on. <laughs> I only put one Wellington boot on and left the other one in the garage. Had to turn back. The poor dog was looking up at me wondering, what's gone wrong here? We're only a short distance in the walk. I couldn't believe it that I actually only put one Wellington on heading out into the field. Can you believe that? How did you realise one of the feet were soaking wet? Yeah, I felt a little bit... I felt a bit of damp on one of the foot and looked down and I could not believe that I did that. But worse was to come more recently. 
you know I shop in every little helps mm-hmm. Tesco I uh, went to Tesco one day got my shopping I had quite one of the small trolleys but a lot of stuff in it and went through the you know the self scan oh yeah yeah so scanned everything and went home I never paid <gasps> and how did you realise I walked you never out paid? of the shop because when I went home I normally checked my receipt for my points you know the points yeah. I had no receipt and then I started thinking what's gone wrong here and nobody stopped you nobody stopped security me security guard nothing went, no, nobody but when I went I, I got into the car dashed back up I should have got a speeding fine to be honest with you into the store out of breath like this and the fellow on security I went over to him and said I've just left here about 20 minutes ago he says I know <laughs> <laughs> we saw you on the cameras I so said, you were going to be followed I up. felt so I says you wouldn't be the first or last he said anyway to me which is a bit of consolation but I actually did not pay for the shopping <laughs> I couldn't believe it. They're just examples. Anything from yours or the chicken last week? How long did you leave the chicken in the oven? Five hours. Oh, my God. Completely forgot about it. There's loads with me, Jerry. I have tons. I um, I remember actually in my haze of, I don't know, baby brain or whatever, I was getting ready one morning and I just grabbed, you know, the underarm deodorant and I just sprayed underarm and then looked at it and realised it was a can of furniture polish. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the day you were shining when you came in here. I remember that day. I was smelling of oak. (laughs) Didn't you forget a child one time as well? I forgot my baby in a supermarket. She left her child in the supermarket. Oh, Jerry. Oh, I was pushing the baby and he was only a couple of weeks old and I I was pushing the baby in the buggy and Owen was beside me pushing the trolley. And I think I left the baby to get something off the shot the shelf, put yeah. it in the trolley and just kept on walking beside the trolley. And about an aisle or so later, we kind of looked at each other and kind of... What's it, uh, have, you, have you the number there for child line? Yeah, Give me the child line number till I ring it up. Oh, but it oh. could have, could have, it could have, I know, you know. I know, seriously, seriously. But folks, you get the drift of this. Can you beat those... Has something worse than that happened to you or something similar? Absent-mindedness, forgetfulness. Tell us your stories. We want to hear from you today. 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text us to the show. 1850-715-958 if you'd like to call in. I'm afraid to say hello, Louise, to my first guest today. <laughs> she might give out I'm afraid. I'm actually afraid to say hello to Dr. Sabina Brennan. Hello. Uh, how's it going? <laughs> Are you listening? Why are you afraid to say hello to me? Are you listening to that there that we've just been? I am. I am. It's great gas altogether. Oh, Sabina. Sabina. If you can, I share some of mine. Yes, please, please. Why? Why? Why are you afraid to talk to me? I feel ashamed to tell you those things. Oh God! Don't be stupid. (laughs) I'm sure you tell the priest worse. (laughs) It's a long time since I told the priest anything. Go on, tell us yours. Okay, so I have a few, definitely. So Louise just sparked a few there for me from from myself and from some of my friends. Um, I was getting ready, actually. You know, my book came out last month and I was doing a lot of TV, you know, in my living room sort of thing, you know, on on Skype or Zoom or whatever. So I was putting the final touches to the hair, had all the makeup on, and I have this fabulous little thing that you you kind of put it in your hand, heat it up a bit. No, oh, no, no, you spray it on top and it kind of gives a little shine on top of... um, your hair. Yes. You know, the final thing. So I was getting close to the time, ran to the drawer, pulled it out, sprayed it all over, and I went, oh, my God, it was hand sanitizer. <laughs> I feel I good can now. I tell you, I don't know how I did it because the stink <laughs> was up my, because you know some of them really stink. So yes. a friend of mine, um, uh, uh, well, baby brain actually is a bit different to, in a way to the absent-mindedness yeah. that is related to hormones. But a friend of mine, uh, she did the same herself and her 
husband decided they were just sitting down. It was a Friday night. And they said, God, you know what? We haven't been out for a pint in ages. Will we go? Yeah, just grab your coat. And we'll to- <laughs> we went to the pub. <laughs> they hadn't left just one baby at home. She'd had twins and left them both at home. Oh. They actually just forgot they were parents. Oh. You know? And I said, well, you know what? My first never let me forget I was a parent because he cried all the time. <laughs> Another oh. one of my friends left. We had we because I do you know talking about brain fog and and that kind of thing. And one of <laughs> one of my friends could have sworn she bought eggs in the supermarket. Yeah. I could have sworn, but she came home and they just weren't there. And she said, "Ah, oh, Jesus, I'm imagining things." But you like yourself used to it, you know, forgetting to get stuff and thinking you got it and wondering did you leave it on the till or whatever anyway the next day she was doing her washing and she opened the tumble dryer to put in her stuff to dry and there were her eggs <laughs> I love it I love it oh my word you so know, you know I, I actually look I was being facetious saying I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about talking to you but it's great to hear that you and others and it's something that's a part of all our lives I'm sure there are many many more stories waiting to be told like we have just told in the last few moments ah, yeah the, 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 the syndrome you know yes. going upstairs going upstairs for something and you can't remember what it is you're welcome yeah. the room yeah you know exactly um yeah, no, so absent-mindedness is exactly as the word su- suggests. It's the complete opposite to present-mindedness. <laughs> so, Sabina, tell me this. It's nothing to be worried about. It happens us all. But there is, I remember talking to you before, there is a few things we can do. You know, there's a hundred things milling through my head at once. Is that the problem? Well, yeah, no, well, well with absent-minded, actually, yeah, exactly. You're not present in the moment, so you're not focused on what you were doing. So when you were in the supermarket, you did your shopping, but when you got to the till, you might have been thinking, oh, we've such and such a guest on. Or, oh, who, do you know it would be my big great guest? Oh, I must remember to pay that bill. And you're packing, you know, you're doing the kind of routine stuff, and then you walk out. I mean, I've done it too, and I'm the same as you. I'd be straight down to pay again for fear that something's terrible would happen to me for, mm. for, for, for not mm. paying. Um, but they were very kind. I, I, I would have thought some alarms might, might go off if you didn't pay. Um, but yeah, you're, you're not present. You're not focused on what you're doing while you're doing it. And so therefore, um, you know, it, it, you, it is easy to kind of uh, do those kind of things that we're laughing about here. You yes. know, you're not paying attention. Um, and the thing is, you know what, um, Attention to pay attention requires actually a lot of brain energy. Um, it, it uses up quite a significant amount of resources. So left unattended without, you know, actively focusing on what you're doing, your brain, you know, you will your mind will wander and um will will wander after about 30 seconds. Yeah. Do you know? Um and your brain has to be efficient in, in you know what it's doing and, and using its resources efficiently. And we you know we can't be present all the time. Yeah. Um, and for that reason we have the brain has the capacity to automate some behaviors. Um, and that's probably what you were doing, you know, was packing your shopping and it was automated and you don't have to focus on what you're doing there, you know, because your brain knows how to do it without thinking about doing it. So essentially, just going back to that thing, I've said this probably on the show before, your brain only weighs about 2% of your body, but it consumes about 25% of the nutrients circulating in your body at, at any one time. So the nutrients come from the food that you eat. That's your brain fuel. That's what it needs to convert 
to energy in the brain. And the crinkly thinking part of your brain, your outer part of your brain, the neocortex, is very resource heavy. It uses a lot of energy. And then you have another unthinking part of your brain called the limbic brain or the emotional brain. Um, and it is unconscious and it doesn't use up as much energy. So your brain is constantly scanning for patterns of behavior that it can automate um, in order to make efficient use of the energy and resources available to the brain. And they're the kind of things like, you know, when you get up out in, in, in the morning, you kind of can go to the loo, brush your teeth, have a shower. Do you, you know what I mean? Your breakfast cereal is yes. nearly poured before you've even thought about what you're having. Um, and so that's a super way for the brain to be efficient. So it automates behavior. And that means the thinking part of your brain only has to check in at the start of the behavior and the end, the start of it to make sure that it's, uh, you know, it's triggered off and the end to check it went okay and basically the full behavior is automated and it's carried out by a part of the uh, uh, brain called the basal ganglia which is in that unthinking less uh, resource heavy part of the brain and so about 40 percent of our behaviors, well, pre-pandemic anyway, are automated. And that's absolutely fine. But sometimes, and it really in a way, that is operating on autopilot. And we hear a lot of people giving out about us being on all autopilot all the time. And mm. um, but we need to be, we need to have that capacity some of the time, otherwise your brain gets overloaded. But when you want to actually do something that's you know that requires your attention, it you actually really have to work at it. You have to bring yourself present in the moment and focus on it. And that does require energy. So you kind of have to actively do it. And that really sort of is the solution to those kind of things um, is to actively focus on what you're doing. But if it's things like, you know, being absent minded about where you leave your keys or where you put your glasses or whatever, there's little tricks, you know, I mean, just train yourself to always put them in the same place. Yes. And then your brain can automate that. And it's a habit. You come in the door and the keys go in that drawer and, you know, the glasses go in that drawer. It, it, it takes energy in the first instance to create that habit because essentially what you're doing, what you've got to do is, uh, if you want to create these kind of habits is you have got to actively consciously focus on doing a behavior regularly in a particular order so that your brain, when it's scanning for patterns, recognizes that as a pattern and then it will automate it. And by definition, that will be effortless and unthinking. And so that every time you come home without even thinking about it, you put your keys in the same place. And that means you don't absent-mindedly put them somewhere crazy and have a nightmare where you're in a rush the next morning trying to get out of the house wondering where you put the blooming keys. So um, they're kind of tips. But if there's something, you know, where you really want to pay attention, um, you know, you actually have to actively, um, you know, actively focus uh, on it and, and, and kind of work yes. on it. But it's not really anything to, 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 worry, to about. worry about. That's the thing. Um, yeah, I think that's the thing. And I think, you know, with the with the pandemic and with what has happened, people's brains are under extra um, pressure at the moment. And a lot of people are, you know, complaining of brain fog, which is wider than the absent mindedness. You know, it's got other symptoms like problems, um, you know, finding the right word, uh, issues with memory, uh, if finding it very hard to take in new information, um, finding a problem, you know, difficulty focusing and concentrating. So it's a, that's kind of a broader thing and it can be quite debilitating. And 
really one of the reasons why so many people are experiencing that during lockdown is that, as I said, when we started talking about this, that 40 percent of our behaviors pre-pandemic were automated. They were habitual. They were routine. Okay, so for a lot of people, they would have got up first thing in the morning and kind of run through all those bathroom routines and breakfast and commute to work and and really probably could be 9.30 or 10 a.m. before they actively concentrate and focus on a bit of work, you know, because they might go in the office, grab the Mm. coffee, you know, say hello, whatever. They're kind of all automatic. And then kind of one day last March 2020, um, we were all told to go home and work from home. And essentially all our routines were disrupted. But the thing is that um, a lot of people then didn't engage in routine behaviors, repeated behaviors. So people started staying up late at night, like at the first lockdown, people were treating it like it was Christmas holidays, sort of staying up late and getting up late. Or maybe, you know, they they had to mix their roles up. They were homeschooling and working. And so maybe they were doing an hour homeschooling on a Monday between 10 and 11. And on a Tuesday, they were doing it at three o'clock. And so there was no patterns of behavior for the brain to identify and turn into automated behavior. because we were all behaving randomly, right? Very interesting. The brain can't cope with that. If you think 40% of your behaviour pre-pandemic was automated, then if you have none of that... Yes. Your, your brain is like it's just adults just doing the stuff like wa- washing yourself and deciding what clothes to wear. And it's got nothing left mm. to solve problems and to think about it. And and the solution is really simple. Just reintroduce your routines. Simple and answer. if it's a different routine, just work on it. You know, give your brain a chance to see a pattern. Same time every day, you know, regularity, same order. Your brain will see that pattern and then it frees up loads of resources so that you can do the complex stuff or do the stuff that you enjoy, like be creative or solve problems. You know, it's really quite simple. Ah, listen, you've uh, cleared the fog, as your last book said, (laughs) uh, beating the brain fog. It's so good always to talk to you. I thank you for taking the call at short notice and keep doing what you're doing. I love the podcast. I absolutely love it. The Super Brain. Check it out, folks. And uh, you can find out more about Sabina. Two books she has. Super Brain Podcast is the podcast. 100 Days to a Younger Brain beating brain frog and sabinabrennan.ie you'll get all the information talk to you soon thanks a million Jerry. take, take care, care. bye 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 Dr Sabina Brennan there and absent-mindedness forgetfulness don't be worried I love it Anne Jerry my pal arrived at work reached into the back seat to get his briefcase and there was the baby still strapped in when she should have been in the crash. <laughs> Love it, Anne. Keep them coming to us. 086-1800-658. Tell them about your eggs. Tell them. Tell them what happened. Oh, Sabina just put me in mind there. I was running from work one day to collect the kids and I just called into the shop around the corner here and I bought a load of stuff and I had no bags. So I struggled to get to the car and I put them on top of the car while I opened the boot, the car door, got in, drove out here, up Rathmullen Road onto the Bridge of Peace stuck in traffic and then some woman started shouting at me and beeping at me and pointing to the roof of the car <laughs> I swear this woman mad and then I got out and there was the six eggs on top of the car perfect not cracked nothing there, nothing I got up hills and everything Super eggs. Super eggs. You heard of super eggs? Well, Louise had them, the six of them. How did you manage that? But it just shows you, just in a moment, when you're under pressure. (laughs) It was the little Yaris. Nothing would fall off it, nothing at all. Your riddle on Friday. Here we go. Can you solve it? I have a nice little gift for one of you this afternoon. Here is today's riddle on late lunch. 
With pointed fangs I sit and wait. With piercing force I crunch out fate. Grabbing victims, proclaiming might. Physically joining with a single bite. What am I? Once more. With pointed fangs I sit and wait. With piercing force I crunch out fate. Grabbing victims, proclaiming might. Physically joining with a single bite. What am I? Your riddle on Friday. 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text me to the show now with your answer and your name. And we'll pick somebody before we finish up this afternoon. Ruby O'Kelly. She's a gorgeous voice. She's a new song. She's joining us on the show after two, but heading towards news and weather at two o'clock. It's Frank and Walters. Love this one. After all, it's late lunch this Friday. Jerry, this truly happened. My neighbour had her car stolen and uh, believe it or not, there was a child in the back of the car. The thieves returned with the car and gave out hell to my neighbour. What? Unbelievable, isn't it? That's an incredible story. Here's another one. Jerry, my neighbour, this is about a neighbour as well. My neighbour locked herself out, but the top window was open. So got a ladder. Up I go, into the bedroom, down the stairs, open and close the front door. She was waiting, she was waiting round the back. I went round to tell her all was good to get in. Imagine the surprise when she went round to the front door, only to see the door was closed. I had to repeat my good deed. Up the ladder, right through the house again, and open the door for the second time. What a plonker I felt like. Laurel and Hardy wouldn't have a look in, Jerry. Thanks indeed for your message, Jack, to us this afternoon on the show. Now, just reminding you, Sunday, yes, our flagship Sunday sports show is back in full flight this Sunday. David Sheehan in the hot seat. Join David from 2 to 5 this Sunday. It's been a long time, but live sport is on the way back and David is back here each Sunday in the afternoon, 2 to 5 with Sunday Sport. Now, my next guest, you might remember, she's a young girl from Bally James Duff in Cavan and she is the most beautiful voice. Best known, I'd say, for her song, You Won't Stop Me, which she wrote when she was 12 and recorded and released at 13 about bullying and it went viral all over the place. She's been working away since. I saw lovely versions of Grace, that classic song, Dance With My Father. And today is the day she releases a new single and it's a classic. And she's on the line to have a chat with me. Ruby O'Kelly, hello again. Hi, Ruby. Is Ruby there? No, she's not there. She's not on, on the line. We're going to just try and get her back on here for you in a moment. She was there a moment ago with us. All the gremlins are in the system today. Just reminding you while we're uh, trying to get Ruby back to have a chat with me, um, LMFM Radio Bingo. It is back with great daily prizes and big, big jackpots. Congratulations to all our winners so far, including Laura Joyce from Stamullen and John O'Connor, who lives in Drogheda. Don't forget, you can buy your book for next week's game from outlets across the northeast but remember too you can buy the books online by uh, going on to the lmfm website lmfm.ie you can go online and get your books there it's very easy to get your books but they're available all over the place as well next week's jackpot is 5,400 euro and remember proceeds from lmfm radio bingo go directly to support 
the National Council for the Blind. And that's uh, where uh, the uh, monies are going to support a wonderful charity there. And good luck to you with your bingo books and numbers next week. She's there now. Ruby, Ruby O'Kelly. Hello. 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 How are you? Ah, we have you. Great to talk to you on this day. It's a special day for you, Ruby. Yes, it is. It's very exciting, very special. Tell me about the song that you're releasing today and the story behind it and why you've recorded it. Okay, well, today I released my cover of John Lennon's Imagine, which is very exciting and very coincidental because it's actually been the 50-year anniversary since he released the song itself. So I actually did not even plan that, which was, you know... It was quite kind of special. It kind of, it kind of, it made me think like this. I must have did this for good reason then, because usually, um, you know, back then John wrote this song about like peace and love in the world, and back then he thought the world was corrupt. And when you really think about it now, what would he think of the world now if he thought back then it was corrupt? Like, you just have to look around and you just look at everything and you're like, what is going on anymore? And I feel like I want to pay tribute to him as a 15-year-old, you know, after all these years. And I want to kind of remind everybody about his message, about loving and having peace in the world and just, you know, thinking about what you have and appreciating what you have because you don't know how much you have until you actually think about it. Mm. And just think about, you know, like how privileged you are to have all these things and all these bits of happiness in your day. It's lovely thought, and it is coincidental. You, you didn't realise that this was actually the 50th anniversary of the release of Imagine all those years ago. And you know, Ruby, you are so right. I, I sit here day after day, and, and you know, I'm I'm uplifted and, and I'm hopeful for the future, but it would sadden you as well, as you say, with a lot of things that are going on in the world that are truly, truly shocking. And you asked the question there, what would he think today if he were alive or 50 years later? Can I tell you this? The song is as relevant today as it was 50 years ago. Yeah, and I totally agree with you. I feel like if you saw the world now, you wouldn't be singing the song as nice as Imagine Me Be Screaming at everybody. (laughs) Yes, and I can only uh, picture that. It's so true. The song at the time, it's it's so lovely. And we're going to hear your version of of it shortly. So with, with, with all that in mind, you're a very social conscious young lady. I mentioned you won't stop me in the whole issue of bullying. And here you are yeah. thinking about, you know, great things that affect all of us every day and the, and the, the world as well in general. Uh, did you know much about Lennon before you, you picked up the song? The Beatles connection, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes, I knew a lot about him because, you know, I look up to him as a singer and an artist and a person in general because, you know, like his entire thing for loving the world and peace and just his songs in general. He was so, like, intelligent. Like, I I, I don't know the word. He was, like, so head. I knew what was going on. He was that person to stand up and tell everyone about it. And I, I... I admire him for that. Yeah, good on you, good on you. And uh, there are generational gaps between him and you, of course, but that doesn't matter. The connection is the song, the sentiments, the words and the state of the world today. Tell me about the Ivory Sessions that you're uh, involved with. Yes. um, So I do the Ivory Sessions with Mark Cahill, who is a producer and composer, and he is amazing. That's all I can say. I can't even describe enough how much he's helped me and he is such a kind kind person 
And I've done a few Ivory sessions with them, and they've went along really well, and I'm really grateful. And Mark Cahill is actually the guy who helped me produce and compose the uh, the arrangement for Imagine that I did. Ah, good on him. He's a great fellow. We know Mark well, and we've spoken to him as well. You couldn't be working with a more professional and brilliant guy. And uh, I've listened to the song a couple of times, and you know you can see him all over it, along, of course, with your beautiful voice and and yourself. Uh, Tell us about your other aspects of your life. I know it's been a tough fourteen months with the music and everything, and everybody's doing their best. Um, What what have you been at school wise and education? Well, we've been off school generally but mm. I th- we're back in school now to do our exams yeah. because I'm in third year so I have to do my junior search but obviously there is no junior search it's just you know like uh, like a substitute that we're doing just in the school yeah. but for singing wise I've actually been getting along quite well because um, I've recently started doing Instagram live and I've gained a bit of a following on there because I do lives and I sing for people and I've gained a lot of friends there, which is actually really good because, you know, being at home a lot, you don't really have a lot to do and you can feel lonely. And I've kind of made friends there and um, mm. I did a competition and I I won. I got first place and I got prize money. I donated to one of my friends who I made there. She has cerebral palsy. Her name is Amy Lee Hodgkiss and she um, she did a walk for the Manchester Bombings because she was there on the night at the Ariana Grande concert. Oh. And she did um, like a fundraiser, 22 mile walk with her carer and the prize money that I got, I gave it to her because why would I need it? What do I need it for? I've never wanted. Ah, good on you. Good on you. You're you're so kind and thoughtful as well. There you are. And she was there on that shocking night when all those people lost their lives. And Ariana uh, Ariana Grande, as you mentioned, there was has yeah. been deeply affected. We know uh, by by that uh, particular event. Good on you for doing this. And again, thinking uh, about others. So uh, third year will be over, and then you're on your way towards the leaving cert after this. Where do you see? Yeah. Look, I know you're still only fifteen, and the world your oyster where do you see this going where would you like to be with your wonderful voice and music I it's a it's a complicated question because you know I I do this because I enjoy it I do it because I'm passionate about music I want other people to love music the way I do and you know see how I love music and see what I see and I want to kind of you know I don't know if educate is the right word but you know let people realize that all these problems in the world like you won't stop me about bullying imagine it about you know how the state our world is in right now and um i want to kind of let people know that these things are still happening while still you know doing it in the way that i love it which is music so i'd like to think that you know in the future i want to keep doing what i'm doing sing for people you know be there for people and treat everyone with kindness like I always have and yeah that's just kind of like my my dream to just help people in general it's lovely it's lovely it's really 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 nice touching I have to say and you want to do what you do and love and enjoy and you're great at but bringing messages uh, at the same time to a wider audience and being back performing I'm sure you'll love to get back on the stage with a live audience yes absolutely nothing is the same Nothing will ever be the same. I 
Oh, I'm so excited for when the day does come. <laughs> I can feel it. I can feel it. Well, we can feel it. We want to hear it now. Here it is. First play on LMFM Radio. It is Ruby O'Kelly with the classic Imagine. You're a great young woman. I wish you well. Take Thank care. You. God bless. Bye-bye. Imagine there's no heaven If the hairs aren't standing on the back of your neck, I don't know what to say. Absolutely outstanding cover of John Lennon's classic, Imagine. 50 years ago this month, 50th anniversary of the song Ruby O'Kelly there, produced by Mark Cahill. Simply gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Congratulations to all concerned. And the words of the song, I say it again, resonate so true today. The old riddle is foxing you today for sure. I'll read it once more. Riddle on late lunch on Friday. Little prize to send out to somebody. With pointed fangs I sit and wait. With piercing force I crunch out fate. Grabbing victims, proclaiming might. Physically joining with a single bite. What am I? That's your riddle today. It's not a crocodile. It's not a snake, and it's certainly not a crunchy. (laughs) Do you like crunchies, Louise, while we're talking about them? I love crunchies. I hate them. Do you? Oh, no, I love crunchies. The way they stick in your teeth. Ah. I eat them the wrong way. (laughs) No, I'm not. No, I'm not. How do you eat your crunchy, then? You nibble the chocolate off the sides and the top first, and then you crunch into them. That and let it melt stuff in, your in the middle still sticks in your <laughs> bloody teeth. I can't take <laughs> The old choppers I have, they're brutal. Yeah, there's plenty of places for them to stick <laughs> holes and gaps. <laughs> anyway, I don't. Anyway, it's not a crunchy for the riddle. There you go. How long are you in the queue, Miss Walsh? Um, I am waiting in my virtual queue. Uh, an hour and about an hour and twelve minutes at the minute. What would you think she's queuing for, folks? Have a guess. Have a guess. They're <laughs> opening click and collect. Is it? Oh no, by appointment. Is it by appointment on Monday? Yep. So you can visit this place by appointment on Monday. Yes. Penny's got a whole lot of things for Christmas. Got a lot for the family. <laughs> Sorry, it's me. Uh, you know what? Penny's, uh, uh, yeah, it's appointment now, is it? And there must be an awful lot of people queuing for the Thunderwear. <laughs> <laughs> there mustn't be a pair of knickers or a bra or in the no, country there must at the minute. All holes in them or something, yeah. <laughs> they're only, they're opening um, from Monday, for, uh, for appointment only for, for next week. And after that, they're opening, reopening like the rest of the retail. On the 17th, you can mm. go, but you'll have go to in. queue. Yes. So what they're doing next week is you go on to this website. Okay. And the theory behind it is that you um, book an appointment yeah. and you go there to your preferred store and you have one hour in the store. An hour? Yeah, 45 minutes to browse and whatever and then 15 minutes to pay and then you're out. And I think it's about 100 people per store they're letting in at one, any one time. Tell me this. But you have to you have to book <laughs> well, at least four hours in advance. You can't just turn up. <laughs> what would you be doing in pennies for an hour? Oh, Jerry. Would you spend an hour in pennies? Absolutely. More. You have to go around every single aisle and see all the bargains and, you know, fill your boots. The only There's so time many departments. The only time I think I was in pennies was in America. Oh, I said that was... That we were in Boston. days to get we around. Were, we were in Boston and they'd only opened, pre-mark, they'd only opened in the States. 
a couple of two or three years ago. Uh, they were new kids on the block over there, but they've made their mark in America. Oh, all the other big stores have felt the pinch because they're grabbing mm. market share all over the place. So they're colossal over there, are they? It was a huge store. All right, it was a huge store. I didn't know. Herself got all excited. <laughs> <laughs> Me? I'm going to the fishing Did she shop. Get any thunderwear? No, no, I, I don't. I don't know what she bought. I couldn't care less. Anyway, I wanted to go to the fishing shop. That's where I'd spend an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd spend an hour there. But pennies. Oh, you'd spend at least an hour. And the thing about it is, you're only allowed to make one booking. So if you wanted to go with friends or family. They're not guaranteed to get the same hour uh, slot because oh, yes, they have yeah. to book their, mm. themselves. And mm. look, what I'm still here waiting to get in. <laughs> and, and you're going to hang on, yeah? You're I'm hanging just on. Gonna, yeah. Well, I'll hang on to the end of the show and see if I'm in yet. <laughs> <laughs> I might, if I'm not here Monday morning, Jerry, you know where I am. I'm and either it, in Dundalk, Drogheda, or Navin. <laughs> it just shows you, though. It just shows you the amount of people who are trying to reserve. Yeah. Uh, a slot with pennies mm. with, with what you're talking about there anybody else in the queue for pennies anybody else out there who's in front of me away? anyone <laughs> anyone get a booking Can anybody I... get a, re- a reservation let us know pennies fans where are you where are you Can you skip the queue online no can't really I don't There's think no ways so. to do it. No. I don't think so. Let us know if you've got a book and are you hanging on for pennies. 086 Or what you're going to buy. <laughs> yeah, 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text. Just let us know. Send us a little message. 1850-715-958 if you'd like to call in. Yes, what are you going or to buy? Or have you ever been in pennies and walked out with one item? Um... No. It's a bit like you going to certain shops. No, maybe in certain counties in Ireland they might. Nudge, <laughs> nudge, wink, wink. I'm not mentioning it here today. I'm not mentioning I'm not mentioning any names, you know yourself. But uh yeah, one item from pennies. Yeah, I I'm like like when I my shops, you know what I mean, you know, be it golf gear or fishing or clothing or things like that. I do go clothing shopping, you mm-hmm. know that yourself. And you get Usually a load of once stuff. a year and I come away. I do one big shop a year and that does me. Yes, it does. And I love, I do love going shopping. I do. I, I told you before, the first time we ever went to Abercrombie and Fitch on Fifth Avenue in New York, myself and Sarah. Right. <laughs> it wasn't in Ireland. You couldn't get them anywhere. You know, this was the store to get it. Oh, you went to New York and we'd been there in it a few times and her mum didn't come with us, but she came, me and her, went to, to Abercrombie. I lost her. I <gasps> lost her in Abercrombie. Because it's dark. You know, it's a dark. We ever in Abercrombie and Fitch? No. It's dark and the music is boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and the clothes and the model, all the people serving you are beautiful boys and girls and the smell of them, smell of the Abercrombie. So, geez, you'd have to buy. So, anyway, there's three or four floors in New York and Fifth Avenue. Eventually, after a long time, she found me, but she couldn't see me because there's this pile of clothes <laughs> coming walking towards her. And that was me. Oh, no, I was going to thought it was her. I'm impulsive. I am. When I, I go go for broke, there's no holding back. That's for sure. But anyway, that's my little story of Abercrombie. Anyway, pennies. Good name for cider, wouldn't it? Which? Abercrombie. Abercrombie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but you'd have to fight them for the name. There'd be a trademark. And that. They've you, gone out of Dublin you wouldn't now, win. They, they are. They've pulled out of Dublin. They're online. I'm getting a lot of online stuff for them and they'll probably keep the, some of the flagship stores but they've gone from Dublin with the pandemic. They decided to pull the plug and they're out of here. You can certainly buy online. Late Lunch LMFM Radio still to come on the show. Anne Griffin. What about our first book when all is said? Oh, swept the boards. She's talking to me next on the show. 
for Tula Clark still to come. We'll round off a story with a song and we're looking ahead to the weekend in sports. Stay with us on Late Lunch. Got the slot I wanted, Jerry. We were talking about pennies and the queues. The people are waiting to book their slots to go to the store next week. Yes, a listener got her slot. My daughter has a double driving lesson, so it will pass an hour while I'm waiting in Dundalk. They said earlier on there was an hour of a queue. So when I kept looking and looking and looking, it just came up all of a sudden and confirmed my booking. I've got it. Thanks indeed uh, for your message to the show today. I've walked out of pennies, Jerry, many times with nothing, says Helen and Trim. I can't see what the fascination is with the store. Now, Dunn Stores, that's a different story. There's a Dunn Stores fan there for you. Anyway, Deirdre, I can't wait. I'm I'm out of knickers, Jerry. I have to get to pennies quick. <laughs> There's a lot of messages like that coming into me today as well. Anyway, we move on on the show. Let me tell you and remind you that Anne Griffin's first novel, When All Is Said, was a number one Irish bestseller in 2019. It was chosen as the Sunday Independent Newcomer of the Year at the annual Unpust Irish Book Awards, shortlisted for the John McGahern Annual Book Award and the Christopher Bland Prize. And she's back with a new one. And I'm delighted to say hello again to Anne Griffin. Anne, good to have you with us. So lovely to be back, Jerry. Thank you so much for asking me. Not at all, even though it's over Zoom today, Sherlock. We have to make the best of the technology. And I meant to mention about your book as well. Of course, it was translated into 20 foreign languages. And our Margaret Madden on Book Club picked it as our Book of the Month (laughs) and Book of the Year, Anne. Wow. Wow, I tell you, it's such an honour. Coming from Margaret, who is just a wonderful, wonderful reader and a wonderful reviewer of books. And she's so supportive of Irish writing. And um, so I am honoured. Ah, yeah, and we were delighted as well. And mind you, we were just talking myself and Louise, my producer. That particular year, your book came out early enough in the year and she gave it Book of the yeah. Month. And she said at that stage that it would take a cracker to beat you and it didn't. It remained <laughs> right at the end of the year and it finished number one with us. Well, listen, I suppose the obvious question and you probably have a pain in your backside answering this <laughs> and no pressure after the first one. <laughs> oh, holy God. Jerry, it, yeah, I know. Um, I've had my own worst enemy myself sitting on my shoulder while I've been trying to write the second one. Um, and uh, in a way, as somebody said to me, you know, writing your second one while you're still promoting your first one is a bit like having a love affair because you're, you're trying to give um, due consideration to both and spend the best amount of time as you can with with, with both uh, but really I mean I suppose the big thing was exactly what you said there Jerry. that you know you, you wonder can you follow it up and you you know and you're constantly wondering oh you know will this one will people you know open their arms to this one like they did at the last one and you know will they think it's it's good and yes you're constantly questioning everything you do when you're doing your second book. So I went through it exactly um, as so many other authors have, that difficult second album that they talk about. That's exactly what my journey to this second book has been. But now that it's out, I am just incredibly proud Mm. that it is here and um, incredibly um, honoured to introduce Jeannie Masterson to the world. 
uh, who is the main character in this story. Yeah, well, can I say, just before you go on, and we're going to talk a little bit about the book without giving too much away, as usual, Margaret Mm. kills me for that. She says, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it for them. I get scolded, and I understand. I'm like a bad bad little naughty student. I know that. But look, I have to say to you first, and I want to make, uh, I want to lay down my cards here, having had the book for a while, you can be so proud of this book. You really oh, can. And, Jerry. you know, yes. And uh, uh, th- I understand the pressure that comes with the second, but this is a heartwarming, enjoyable story. Oh. It really is. And it, it's another one that you will add to your list in years to come and say, well, that was number two. But look, I just headed oh. on from there and did more. But congratulations on it. I just want to oh. say that I, I, I really enjoyed it. I really, really did. Come back to this, Jeannie Masterson. Where did you dig <laughs> her out from? And where did you get this? This concept of her being able to speak uh, to those who've passed to the next world. Yeah, so um, I, I, I suppose it's been an interesting journey for me with this book listening still. I um, I wanted to, to set a book in the world of undertaking um, mm. because it is something that's always fascinated me. Um, death and the mysteries that surround it and, and the very mysterious... Um, the very mysterious shroud around um, funeral directing as well, because, you know, when you walk down the street and you, and you see a funeral home, you know, the doors are closed, um, the curtains, but you can't see through. And rightly so, because this is a very important part of, you know, bereavement that people have privacy. Um, and But I always wondered what went on behind the closed doors. Mm. Um, and I suppose that's why I was, I, I, I wanted to explore the kind of, the everyday ordinary that obviously goes on behind the closed doors, but also some of the mystery. I wanted to capture some of the mystery. And so I knew that I was going to set this book in a funeral home. Um, uh, But the idea of then her being, uh, Jeannie Masterson talks to the dead for a very brief moment in time. Mm. She can't all, you know, she doesn't hear that. She doesn't walk into graveyards and hear the dead. No, no, no. (laughs) You know, it's it's just when they're there lying in our care, she can hear them for this briefest of moment. Mm. And what they are there to do is they're there with kind of their final requests or their final wishes. And very often these are things that they haven't been able to say when they were alive. And they are there to ask Jeannie to help them to resolve whatever it is. Mm. Um, And and that came as I was writing the the book. Like I didn't start off with that idea, but suddenly I I, I was in a scene one day and I remember it distinctly. And and I remember stopping and saying, I think. I think this person is going to talk to Jeannie. I think this is what is going to happen here. And this is quite early on in writing the book. And it was like, that opened up this whole other world for me and allowed me to do so many different things um, in the book. Um, this connection Jeannie has with the dead, this gift. Um, and really, you know, Jerry, it's in a way, it's quite an ordinary story because this is this, this is about a, a young woman who's thirty two who who f- finds herself stuck in life a little bit, yeah. and it's about her journey to finding out who she is and what she's willing to fight for. Mm. Um, but I've put it into this this unusual context, and I've allowed you know the voices of the dead. Not only is she helping them, but they're helping her as well in figuring out what it is her life is to be. Mm. Um, so you know, it's it, as I say, it's the ordinary story of finding yourself really yes. and being caught in this moment of confusion and um, 
and um but but as i say set in in a very different unusual context yeah all your funeral directing yes your mind and imagination is marvelous the way this came to you <laughs> and the way you've developed it through the book as well because with this comes as you say it's when the corpse is in our care for a short time and yeah. it's only a brief period but imagine the responsibility if you have this ability and it, it, it's been handed down to her through generations right. as well and really that you're right it, it, it's a story that many will resonate with not particularly from the gift but a family business being handed yes. on, you being the one, yes. and do I really want this? Am I, is this for me for the rest of my days when there's other things and people mm-hmm. outside that I'd, maybe I'd like to experience? Yeah, yeah. It's that weight of obligation yes. um, that, uh, you know, people can often find themselves in. And, you know, so her obligation is to the family business. It's to her family. It's to the dead to this gift and also she she is married and mm. what happens uh, at this moment um so uh, is that her father announces that he is retiring from the business and he's leaving her with the burden of everything and she is suddenly thrown into the that question of how did i end up here and is this where i want to be and and why didn't i take the opportunity when i was 18 years old and go to london with that man i loved back then mm. um and have a life that would have been full of creativity and difference but here I am and and is it too late is it too late for me to still run you know so it's um yeah that that weight of obligation I think is is really key in this book and it's something that I believe you know as you say resonates with people because we just you know very often we just go along with what is expected of us and possibly what we expect of ourselves as well and don't realize that actually there could be another path Mm. for us and do we go that path do we leave the safe and familiar the succession and go and take this chance and of course you do say her marriage is a key part of this uh, Mm -hmm. to uh, Niall and what happens there and where does she go with that and uh, that that love of yesterday oh you've entwined it all you have it all mixed in there you have indeed but look at it's been received you must be pleased because you know I, I come back to that point again the no, the second one as well you know do you read the reviews do you do you look what's been written about you or listen to what's been said I try not to Jerry. I'm not good with it I really am um, I'm not good and I, I told my editors I said please don't tell me when the reviews are coming out please don't um, but invariably of, co- of course I find out because friends will text me and whatever and so I find out and so um, I am I'm really happy with how it's been received I'm yeah. I, you know I'm I, I, sorry I've just not something over there if you heard a bang You're all right. um i'm <laughs> i'm um i'm very pr- i'm finally so proud of this because i have mm. been so full of 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 worry about it um and um and that is you know the only reason why i'm worried about it was about my it's it's about self doubt and that's all that is yes. um and i'm so happy that people see what i see in this story which is this 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 um this journey for this woman and this resolution um, and, you know, an exploration of who we are as human beings and what we're willing to say when we're alive and what we hold, what we hold, you know, what we forget to say when we're alive yeah. as well. And, yeah. and, and so it, it, it goes, it, 
it considers a lot of things. It considers truth and lies and all the blurring that goes in the middle there. But it is it is just been fantastic to 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 know that that people are reading it now. People mm, are they are reading it and they're <laughs> buying it and they're picking it up and they're saying when is the next one coming? By the way, just to ask you that when you signed right. up uh, for uh, listening uh, still, which was the second yeah. one after the runaway success of the first, was there another? Was it two books, three, or, or what was the story? Um, so. Uh, originally, with when all is said, I signed a two-book contract. Yeah. So um, I am writing a third at the minute, and um, hopefully there'll be an announcement about that in the in, in the coming. T- I don't know how many months, but yeah, yeah. No, it is. It's it's. Um, I'm very lucky in my publisher, and I'm very um, and, and happy to report that the the third book I haven't been full of the awful doubts as much. No, um, and that's uh, the that's good to hear. <laughs> so listen, get, forget about all that stuff and just let it flow and leave it be. And what happens, it takes its own life. This one will, yeah. just like the first one uh, did. But what a start you got with that first one! Just incredible. Yeah. You couldn't write it. It was a, a, an absolute fairy story. Just while you're with me, I, I, I talk to most people about this the last year or more and uh, you know how we've yeah. all found life quite different and but please God like I say it again we are uh, moving back towards a, a sense of normality thank God with the vaccinations how's it been for you? Um, it's been very interesting as a writer um, because you know kind of I think writers practice isolation <laughs> all the time anyway so um, well certainly for me um I write in 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 complete silence, and and one of the things that um, that affected me greatly actually was because the family had to come home because everybody had to work from home, schools were closed, so it was a real adjustment for me, Jerry, trying to try you know trying to continue to write because I had this book that um, I was under contract for, um, but do it in a different way, do it with noise around me doing it doing it with zoom calls in the next room and and you know trying to help my son who last year would have been um to sit his junior search you know and um so um it was really really difficult and i have to say through the first lockdown i found i found that i struggled um, at one point, I was writing in the back of my car because I couldn't write in the house anymore because there was too much noise. So I was sitting in the back of my car with the cat um, <laughs> writing the book. Um, and um, But, but I, you know, we all adapt yeah. and we have all adapted. Mm. And so in the second lockdown, it's been much, much easier. Yes. I've, I've, you know, I've been able to find my way in it and, ah, and, a, yes. and a, a balance for the family in it. So Interesting. You know. Very interesting yeah. to hear a, a different perspective on it. So will you all feck off back to school and work and let Mammy write, exactly. please? That's the message exactly. from Anne Griffin today. <laughs> anyway, listen, I have to leave it there. You're wonderful. The book is called Listening Still. Brilliant follow-up uh, to the number one bestseller. It's available all over the place and online. I recommend to you on late lunch this afternoon and best wishes with number three. We'll talk afterwards, I'm sure. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you for joining me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The wonderful Anne Griffin there, listening still. Stay listening with us on late lunch. Well, are you in yet? Did you get in? No, I'm still waiting. There's a poor... Nothing. At least in an actual queue, you can see it moving. Yeah, I don't know whether I missed it because obviously I'm not checking it the whole time, but any time it says it'll automatically fresh. Okay. But I'm still waiting. You're still waiting to get into pennies. What about that listener there who's who can't find where do they where do you go to book? Oh, I see. If you just um that lady just 
asked. She's been trying to book an appointment since half six this morning. The website is premark.com and you'll see it. it she couldn't get into it at half six because they've only started the appointment system since lunchtime. So she'll see it up the very top. It'll say click here to book. But uh, <laughs> you'll be waiting. <laughs> You want to tell them what you were telling me you were going to do no. on Monday? <laughs> I'll go on. Go on, tell them. Tell them what you're no. thinking of. <laughs> it's something to do with the army. Think of a word in the army. Anyway, uh, Jerry. <laughs> I'd say a lot of people will be doing it on Monday. Commando. Um, Jerry, Magella here. It's a joke making an appointment for pennies. Oh, this is Magella. My old friend is back. I wonder, is this Magella at all? I was telling you last week that I was bursting out of my old brass. So I'm going to wait for my new ones even longer. Now I'm inflating even more every day. <laughs> You'll be thinking I'm talking about two hot air balloons. Um, I'm not, Jerry, honestly. I'm not a fan of going online buying because I don't know what whether they'll send me the right sizes when I order the clothes and the other stuff as well. So I'm going to wait and wait till the following week. There you are, Magella, or whoever you are. Thanks indeed for your message. I think that lady needs to go somewhere that gives you proper fitting. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. There you go. Anyway, there's queues all <laughs> over the country. Light shade of red, Jerry. <laughs> I'd love to know who that is. Is that Dibna? Is that Dibna that's sending in that message under the guise of Magella? I'm not 100% sure, to be honest with you. Um, what about Arsenal, Louise? Does someone in your house follow the Gunners? Have, uh, you, have you an Arsenal fan? Cole used to, yeah. I don't know whether he's still me, Tell him to opt for somebody else. Wasn't I right yesterday? Didn't I tell you? They'd do what on the nest? Indeed they did. They were hopeless last night. I give up. They're in a mess. They're falling in free fall. They're going nowhere. I don't know what's wrong. I wish that fellow... That, you know the fellow that owns Spotify? He's a, a gazillionaire. He wants to buy Arsenal. Right. Sell it to him. Sell it. Give it to the man. Give it to him for lock, stock and barrel. I hope those Yanks that own them uh, the, the sell out. Honestly, the Cronkey family, they need to sell out and let this have a go. And what shop. would you do? You've been a lifetime oh, supporter. Oh, I give this for a go. Oh, the Arsenal have been in decline since Wenger stayed too long. Arsene Wenger was too long as Arsenal manager. The latter years were... Oh, you could just see the decline happening. And then I did say, I was talking to Adrian Taft this morning, when Unai Emery was appointed after Wenger, uh, they they sacked him too quickly. They should have left him because the problems were deeper. And guess what, Louise? Villarreal from Spain beat Arsenal last night. And who was managing Villarreal? Unai Emery, the fellow mm. Arsenal sacked 12 months ago. It must have been a sweet night for him. You know, when you come yeah. back and beat them on their own patch, you know, and get to the final. So it's Villarreal against Manchester United in the final of the Europa League. It'll be a cakewalk for United. And it could be a Manchester double if City win the Champions League. Two Manchester clubs winning the big European competitions this year. But I despair for the Gunners. I think you I need really some retail do. therapy. I'll book a slot in pennies <laughs> and forget about Arsenal. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Good on you. Late lunch, LMFM Radio. News, weather and sport on the way. But before all that, it's Mr. Gilbert O'Sullivan. Love this. I love it. It's a noldy, goldie. Love it. Watching a kiss. Have you ever wondered just what it is? 
Oh, Magella, you are awful, but I like you. She's talking now about Baywatch. <laughs> anyway, well done to Don Finnegan. Lovely to hear from you today, Don. Jerry, I got my pennies appointment within 15 minutes of logging onto the website. Wow, it told me to wait and the wait time would be two hours, but I was lucky enough. 15 minutes and away we go. Delighted for you, Dawn. Lovely to hear from you. Check out Dawn LA blog. She's a fantastic young woman. And thanks for your message to the show this afternoon. Now, the riddle, the riddle riddled you today for sure. I'll read it one more time. With pointed fangs I sit and wait, with piercing force I crunch out fate, grabbing victims, proclaiming might, physically joining with a single bite. What am I? Well, I'm not a mousetrap. I'm not a bat. I'm not a vampire. I'm not a cat. I'm not a fly trap. But I am, for sure, a stapler. A stapler is what I was looking for. And well done to Mary Thornton. The wee prize, Mary, is yours this afternoon. You got it right, as did so many others. But it was a tough one today. Another riddle coming your way this day week on Late Lunch. Now, my artist of the week. I'm rounding off a little story today with a lovely song. Petula Clark it is. And from 2000 onwards, Petula was, has continued to work uh, and at pace as well, recording, performing, acting, showing no signs of easing up as she passed from her 70s into her 80s. In fact, in March 2019, she was announced as the Bird Woman in the revival of Mary Poppins' The Musical on the West End. And in March last year, an album of recordings from her legendary live concerts at the Royal Albert Hall in London in 1974 was released in limited edition and it was snapped up by fans and collectors. Petula, you know, has been married to Claude Wolfe for 55 years and the couple have three adult children. However, she no longer lives with him and is believed to have a boyfriend at 89 Good on you, Petula. Anyway, today's song is another Tony Hatch, Jackie Trent composition, which made number three in the USA in 1968. Have a listen. It's Petula at her best. Yeah, Petula Clark and classic to round off her story on late lunch today. Some are lucky, some are not. I'm so thankful for what I've got. What a line in that song. If you live those words every day, well, you won't go far wrong in this life. Late lunch, LMFM radio, final break of the day and the week. And uh, as usual, at this time on the show, we look ahead to the weekend sport action with Leon Blanche. Friday afternoon and it's time to have a look at the weekend in sport and again this weekend soccer is dominating Gaelic Games back next weekend and we will be previewing but for today it's the League of Ireland and the Premier League and joining me once more is the communications manager with Boyle Sports Leon Blanche Hello again Leon Good afternoon Jerry. how are you keeping? I'm good, thanks for joining me on the show Let's talk League of Ireland first of the local clubs in the North East Dundalk out first against Sligo Rovers it won't be an easy game no, it won't be an easy game, Jerry. And you know something? Um, I have to say again, I was disappointed with the Lily Whites dropping two points against Longford. I mean, in fairness, they actually had to come from behind twice. They were one down, one all, two one down. They got a late Chris Shields goal with only 10 minutes to go. So this is a big game against Sligo, who Sligo have done quite well. They're sitting in third in the table at the moment. They've only lost actually one game, Sligo, but they've won four and drawn four. 
So if they had to turn a couple of those draws into wins, Sligo m- might be a lot closer to Shamrock Rovers. But Dundalk are back at home. They're even money. And in normal times gone by, you would not have seen breadth of evens for Dundalk to beat Sligo Rovers. But such are the times and such is the form of Dundalk. It's not very consistent. But the one thing I am kind of happy about is Sligo, because they've drawn so many games, I just think Dundalk, they need to start picking up wins, Jerry, And they need to start picking them up quite quickly. Like Sligo's last two games, one all draw with Trotter, and then obviously in their last game last Monday, one all against St. Patrick's Athletic. Nothing wrong with that. And actually Sligo will be kicking themselves. Pat scored in, I think it was the 95th or 96th minute. So they dropped two points there. However, Lily Whites are at home. And even though some people might say, God, how can you tip up Dundalk? I am. I'm going to tip up Dundalk. They need to start winning games. And I have a feeling they just need to go on a bit of a run. You and I both felt they'd get six out of six out of the last two games. They picked up four out of six. Hopefully, this is going to make it seven out of nine. You mentioned late goals there and the neighbours, Drogheda, got a late, late equaliser against Bohemian. Scarcely deserved, they say, but swings and roundabouts. They lost late to Rovers and to Pats. Now, they're down in the southeast on Saturday against Waterford, who've sacked their management team. Will the Blues get the sacked manager bounce? Oh, well, you know what, Jerry? Like, you and I have been watching football a long time, and nine times out of ten, as soon as a kind of a management team or if it's one manager or if it's a couple of guys go, the players seem to just raise their performance by an awful lot um, on that next particular game. However, as you said, it does swing in roundabouts. That was a big point for Drogheda. It really was. To nick a point against Bowes. Bowes play a lovely brand of football. They did dominate the game. But all that matters is when the ref blows that full-time whistle, the drogs got a share of the points. Now they're coming up against Waterford. Yes, you would think Waterford will get a bounce, but the league table doesn't lie. And it really doesn't. And this should give Drogheda a lot of optimism. Waterford have played nine matches and they've lost seven. They've conceded 14 goals and they've only scored five. Drogheda, on the other hand, they've played nine and they've only lost three. Yes, they've drawn four, but it's another opportunity to go down and pick up three points. And these are the games, when it comes to the end of the season, these are the ones you must win because it gives you that great chance of staying in the top flight. I think Drogheda will stay in the top flight this season, and I also think that they will beat Waterford. The loud double, if you are of that way inclined, works out at 3-1. to one. I'm sure it's going to be quite popular. Now, let's go across the water, and late May, Istanbul Champions League final, Manchester City against Chelsea, an all-Premier League encounter. They meet this weekend in the Etihad Stadium. City still looking to clinch the league title. What do you make of this one, Leon? Yeah, look, it's, you know, I'm really looking forward to kind of seeing how this match kind of develops. Look, they've already played under Tuchel against Guardiola and Tuchel came out on top. He, he kind of outwitted Guardiola, in my own opinion, by winning that FA Cup semi-final. And the one thing about Chelsea, they don't concede many opportunities. And what they do have in abundance is they've got pace all over the park. And the way he's been playing the kind of three up front, they play in little triangles, they stay very close because it affords their wing-backs, whether it's Chilwell or Alonso on the left, or whether it's James or Aspilicueta on the right, it gives them the opportunity to get forward at every chance they possibly can. But Man City know if they win it, they're champions. And wouldn't it be a nice little marker to put it down to beat Chelsea 
right ahead of this Champions League final. We've got a great offer again, Jerry, the €10 Euro free bet. If you're better on Man City v Chelsea loses, I'm going to go for the draw. I think this one could be a little bit of a dress rehearsal for the final in terms of how tight Thomas Tuchel is going to make it for Manchester City. He's really going to try and frustrate Guardiola's men. But the one thing about City, and I've got to give both sides actually plenty of credit, they dominated their respective semi-finals. They deserve to be in the final. They have been the two best sides in Europe and they rightly are going to try and win the biggest prize of all in European football. But for this coming Saturday, Jerry, I'm just going to go for the draw. Man City might just have to wait a little longer to be crowned Premier League champions. One other game certainly worth a mention is West Ham against Everton. Both vying for places in Europe. In fact, the Hammers maybe have an eye on the Champions League. How do you see this one going? Yeah, do you know what? Both both sides have done really well um, in terms of their league so far. Ancelotti, I think if he gets Everton in to European football, which obviously they can only really get into the Europa League, that's their target at the moment. They're currently sitting in eighth place. However, they do have a game in hand. And if they were to beat West Ham, they'd actually be only three points behind West Ham with that game in hand. So there's an awful lot here to play for. Getting Antonio back is such a massive boost to West Ham. He is their focal point. He scored a couple of goals on his first return back. For me, I'd have him in the England squad. I really do mean that. He's not going to start ahead of Harry Kane, but I just think what he gives you as an option to come off the bench, he's such a strong, powerful player, and he can score goals. This is a very close game to call, Jerry. The two sides are obviously going to want to win it, I think a draw doesn't really help either team. So hopefully it should be an open and attacking game of football. Both teams will score, in my own opinion. You've got Calvert-Lewin. He's obviously trying to get into that England squad. And you've got Antonio. It's not too late for a player to make a late push. Both teams to score. However, the Hammers at home with Antonio back, I think they're going to win it. Two goals to one. They're six to five favourites. And I think West Ham might just reward favourite backers but it is going to be tight they're blowing bubbles in East London already Leon thank you so much for joining me on the show on your expert analysis as usual we'll talk again next week all the best Jerry. Leon Blanche there communications manager with Boyle Sports rounding off late lunch this week Louise are you in are you in did you get in no. yet you're not in yet no, you know that song Petula there you just mentioned? Yeah. I'm so thankful for what I've got. And I'll have to be for a few, for a few more weeks. Is there anyone no. out there can pull a string for our Louise? Can you get her in? My estimated wait time is now more than two hours, according to I don't know what you're doing. I think they heard what you said to me. If you want. I think they've seen what I wear. <laughs> they don't want me in. They do want you. Of course they want you. Anyway, good luck with your queuing for pennies. Monday is... A big day in Ireland, yes. A lot of things opening up and especially Monday week then, the 17th as well. This next seven days is fantastic. And it is because, no matter what anyone tells you, of the conspiracy theorists, it's because of vaccination and all the good work everybody did in sticking to the rules. Not those exceptions that you hear about that would just disgust you. But well done to everybody and thank God for the vaccinations. Register, get your vaccination as soon as you can. I'm just waiting on my second. I'm getting it uh, the week after next and please God, we'll be all back to uh, a normality. It won't won't be right back to what it was 
sooner rather than later and with time we'll be on top of this right across the world anyway big thank you to all our guests who joined us on late lunch during the week to you our friends we call you our friends our listeners every day thank you for your company we love to have you with us each afternoon and to Louise Walsh my producer say no Fina for her there light a candle will you that she'll get in and get the appointment and that the pennies thing will happen for her for Monday so she can go on one of the days next week anyway Eddie Caffrey is coming next with the drive Take care this weekend, mind yourselves, enjoy the Saturday, Sunday and do come back and join us for a brand new week of Late Lunch on Monday from 1.30. Take care of yourselves, bye. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drahada Dundalk and Cavan. Attention all van drivers, we have the biggest range of light commercials in the North East. Our van specialist Danny at Blackstone Motors will find a commercial vehicle to suit your requirements. We offer same day business finance. Call Danny or visit blackstonemotors.ie for more information. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.